of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. How often do you get to talk to a NASA astrophysicist? That's what I do. I talk to great people about very interesting subjects, and this is no exception. Dr. Jane Rigby joins me, NASA astrophysicist, because we're talking about the biggest and most powerful space telescope ever built, set to launch on Christmas Day, the James Webb Space Telescope will be NASA's revolutionary new window to the stars that will rewrite what we all know about the universe. She joins me for a few minutes today on Lincoln Live. Dr. Rigby, thank you so very, very much for this conversation. Happy to be here, Dale. All right, tomorrow, a very, very exciting day for NASA. Tell our viewers about this mission. Sure. So the Webb Telescope is... A, it is an engineering marvel. It is a telescope much bigger than the rocket that we're cramming it into that is going to launch tomorrow from South America, go out into deep space a million miles away, four times past the distance of the moon, and is designed to study the first generation of galaxies that formed after the Big Bang and then chart like a time machine, how those galaxies evolved over 13 billion years into the kinds of galaxies like our Milky Way that we live in. The Webb Telescope will also study planets around other stars and tell us what the atmospheres of those planets are like and whether what they're made of, what their composition is, uh, and whether any of them look like they might be not too hot, not too cold, but, but Goldilocks just right to have liquid water uh, that might be habitable. How long will it take the Webb telescope to get to where NASA wants it to be? So it takes about a month to get to our final orbit, um, the, the, which is out in deep space past the orbit of the moon. Um, the joke around here is that this is the gift that takes some real unwrapping, right? We launch on Christmas. And then it takes several weeks to deploy this telescope, to unfold the sun shield that right now is curled up around the telescope, and then to unfold the telescope um, and unfold the arms that hold the secondary mirror, to unfold some of the mirrors that are right now uh, behind the telescope. This whole thing is, is, um, is locked up tight to fit into the rocket and then unfolds once it gets to deep space. How big is it? So the telescope, the mirror, which is this beautiful, looks at the color of gold. It has a thin layer of gold over it. That's 21 feet across, six and a half meters. And then the sun shield, which protects the telescope and the science instruments from the harsh rays of the sun, that sun shield is the size of a tennis court and is made out of a, a metalized plastic that kind of feels like a potato chip wrapper. Did I hear you say it's being launched Christmas Day from South America? Why South America? Yes. So the Webb Telescope is an international collaboration between NASA and the space agencies of Europe and Canada. And one of Europe's contributions is that they are providing the launch vehicle. 
and they launch from South America. So that's where we're launching from. Joining me is Dr. Jane Rigby, NASA astrophysicist. We're talking about the Christmas Day launch of the James Webb Space Telescope. What excites you most uh, being an astrophysicist when you look at this mission? So personally, I want to know where we came from, right? Soup to nuts. I want to understand where the elements in our bodies came from. Right. The hydrogen, you know, if you think about H2O, water, we're mostly made of water. Well, the hydrogen came from the Big Bang. Okay, fine. But all the oxygen, all the nitrogen and carbon and iron that our proteins are made of, that our bodies are made of, all of those were formed in stars. And so at the big time of the Big Bang, there was none of that. And then as stars were formed and exploded, those elements get created and then sent out in the galaxies and recycled. So the stuff we're made of has been recycled through multiple generations of stars. And I'm personally really interested in that process of how we make a universe that can have rocks on it, and that can have rocky planets and can have people on them uh, walking around those rocky planets, building and dreaming up telescopes. So I'm interested in that process of how we make the periodic table and how galaxies formed after the Big Bang, and then how you, because they're probably messy and, and, you know, really kind of um, a a total mess, and how they evolve into this sort of beautiful, mature galaxies like our Milky Way. If the creation of the universe and the galaxies and everything that's out there is a book, how, and let's say it's a book of 100 pages, how many of those pages do we know right now and how many of those pages do you feel could possibly be filled in by information provided to NASA by the Webb Space Telescope? That is such a great question. I'm totally going to steal that analogy. Um, So yeah, okay, so out of a 100-page book, uh, I would say that we have a good understanding of the first half of the book, right? We have a good understanding of our own environment, um, but we really don't have much at all. Like the middle pages from page 50 to page 99 are really quite blank with like a couple words per page. And then on page 100 is, and there was a big bang, right? (laughs) And I'm telling this story backwards because as we're stuck on Earth, that's that's how we study the universe. We go from the old universe today 13.7 13.7 billion years old, and then looking out in space and back in time to that, to how it all got started. So maybe I read books backwards. Um, but I think we have a tremendous amount. Most of that book is blank. And of course, we don't know what most of the universe is even made of. We, we call it dark matter and dark energy, but those are just words to describe our ignorance. We don't understand what most of the stuff that makes up the universe is which is both infuriating uh, and also really cool that there's so much left to discover. Joining me for the conversation, Dr. Jane Rigby, NASA astrophysicist. The Webb Space Telescope launches on Christmas Day. Uh, This isn't a fair question. You're an astrophysicist. I would ask this of an engineer, but I don't have a NASA engineer handy, so I'll ask you this. The the engineering feat of making this possible, can you take us into the the magnitude and the accomplishments that NASA had to make in, in order to even make Christmas Day even possible? Happy to. 
the Webb Telescope is the most complicated thing that NASA has built to do science. It is a, this is a really difficult thing that we've done. And it's not because we're gluttons for punishment, it's because the science questions that we're, that we're asking, how did it all get started? What are planets around other stars like? What did the first generation of galaxies look like? Require you to build a big telescope. You gotta have a lot of light collecting ability. It's gotta be big. And it's also gotta be really, really cold. And so that's the engineering part. You have a telescope that on the hot side is like 200 degrees Fahrenheit, roasting, almost boiling. And then on the cold side is just, you know, 40 degrees above absolute zero, one of the coldest things out there. And so that engineering of, of building a telescope that is thermally, um, where, where you're controlling where the heat goes, and you have this sun shield that acts like a one, it's, it's acting like SPF a million, right? It lets through only one part in a million of all the light that hits it. That's an incredibly hard thing to build. And it has to fold up to fit into the rocket, which is much of the, the complexity of the telescope, is that it has to, it's this big telescope that has to fit in a rocket that's much smaller than the telescope. And so I am personally, as a scientist, um, I am in awe of the engineering abilities of our team. We have some of the best engineers on the planet. And part of what we've had to do is design this incredibly complicated system and then test it and test it again because to make sure it's actually going to work in space. How long is the mission and how can we back on Earth keep up with it? Sure. So it will launch is about a day. You know, launch and ascent uh, is a couple hours. Uh, it takes several weeks to unfold the telescope. And so you can follow along at NASA.gov. We'll be broadcasting the launch, 7.20 a.m. Eastern time. So what time is that for y'all? 7.20 Eastern, we're an hour behind, so that would be 6.20. There we go. The same time zone as my in-laws. Great. So, um, so yeah, that'll be on NASA TV uh, and the NASA.gov, the NASA YouTube channel. Just go to NASA.gov, and it'll give you a bunch of different ways to watch. And then we'll also be uh, streaming some of the deployments as they happen. Um, and then six months from now, six months from launch, the first gorgeous pictures will be ready. It takes a long time to cool the telescope and to get it ready for science. Um, the, the goal for the, uh, the mission needs to be at least five years long to be a success. The goal is 10. I'm hoping we might be able to operate it uh, a fair bit longer than that. The biggest and most powerful space telescope ever built, the James Webb Space Telescope, launches Christmas morning. Dr. Jane Rigby, NASA astrophysicist, has been telling us about it today. Merry Christmas. Thanks for the insight from an astrophysicist's perspective, Dr. Rigby. Thank you, Dale. Happy New Year, too. Thanks, everybody, for being with me on Lincoln Live.